0: Here we are. We're back. That last commentary ended rather abruptly, and I think it was on a kind of a bummer of a note, but what are you going to do? This commentary starting, and it's starting on a happy note. What was their we're...
1: last commentary?
0: Alien Nation. But the happy note is, we're watching Cobra with Sylvester Stallone. He's... I was just, he's the disease and crime is the cure. <laughs> or something like that. I'm pretty sure you could just vice versa that line and nothing won't change the dynamic of the movie at all.
1: What about the Cheers episode that we didn't make a commentary for because we were eating oven made hamburgers? You know the one where Kramer tries to leave Lilith for Kirstie Christy, Christy Alley or whatever her name is?
0: <laughs> Kramer. But it's funny, because you, you're you mixing up Seinfeld with Cheers, but also, you started on talking about hamburgers, and for a second in my mind, you're like, we made oven-made hamburgers. You know, the one where, and I thought you were going to talk about the hamburgers, but then you're talking <laughs> about Kramer. It's like, the one where you bake your hamburger in the oven in a shallow meatloaf, and you cut it with a pizza cutter, and then Woody comes along, and... <laughs> Rebecca Chambers or Diane Howe Rebecca Howe is wearing her <laughs> shoulder pads and everything is all permed out it's crazy that's all you said about those shows man mid 80s to mid 90s women were face head-tractive their heads like from under the top of their head to right at the bottom of their head so attractive but everything about perms and big, like, hair sprayed out hair underneath, like, shoulder pads and, like, giant gaudy colors and stuff like that. Still, though, that is the generation of where women had it and wanted to flaunt it and they did. Ooh, lucky us. I don't even know what any of that means. Willis is
1: just okay. as pretty as Kirstie Alley. Mm. Or
0: Kirstie Alley or whatever. Kirstie Alley was, I don't know. What would you say? Strikingly beautiful, though?
1: Well, Christie Alley and Wrath of pretty good. <laughs> um,
0: pretty good.
1: But Lilith, pale, b- black hair, vampire look. Gaunt. Like, even her personality. Gaunt. Pretty good. <laughs>
0: Just right up Jeff's alley. It's like,
1: they both walk out here. You can only choose one. Paris, give one of us the apple. Yeah. Um. We're, oh yeah, we're watching Cobra
0: Cobra, Sylvester Stallone With a little bit of a, a preamble involving And we've shears. got, we've.
1: this might be the last episode Dave's got this big bowl of hamburger That's going to become fajitas It's been out, he says it's okay for it to be at room temperature I have
0: questions It's been out since uh, 11 o'clock So fans, listening live Why don't you call in, and give us your opinion On uh, the preservation of hamburger. It's full of salt, salt is a natural preservative Oh,
1: you did put salt oh,
0: okay. Yeah, it's all seasoned up it's, do you have lettuce or sh- do we need to go uh, get lettuce? I don't have lettuce. Fajitas, don't you don't put lettuce on your fajitas. you just put uh, we'll
1: Mami,ka, we're going to make a store run to buy some lettuce.
0: I don't want to go out in the middle of winter time. It's the middle yeah. of winter time, folks.
1: I mean, it's February 9th. We're in this field. February 9th, 255 at the p.m. If there was a zombie
0: apocalypse, we wouldn't even know. Well, that's the thing. They never have a zombie movie in wintertime or in a place that can have wintertime. Because people would just hunker down until it gets frozen. And then they'd go and they collect the frozen bodies of the <laughs> zombies and just throw them in an incinerator. Even if you have, like, the roving bands of zombies, go to where it's northern and cold. Then wait for them to come up there, freeze, and then you can just throw them in an incinerator. Zombie hordes taken care of.
1: Yeah, they couldn't survive your... Even today's a warm day, but they'd be dead in an hour again.
0: Yeah, they'd be toast, and they'd be immobilized. You could just—it, that's it, man. Come on. It's gonna be a messy spring. No, because you're gonna throw them in a big fire. You're gonna throw them in a lake. Everybody knows zombies and salt water don't mix, man. That's the <laughs> thing. Salt water dissolves zombies. That's not zombies. That's Alien Nation aliens. It's like we watched Alien Nation about twenty minutes ago. We just finished that movie. Yeah, so that's the order. You shouldn't be listening to this until you've listened to the Alien Nation commentary, and if we didn't put it up, that's on us. But yeah, It's just
1: what would you do if you're having sex with that alien chick? If they don't <laughs> I guess you could do a few things.
0: Ejaculate. Not ejaculate.
1: She could give you a hand job.
0: <laughs> oh my god. No, no, you're like, oh yeah. Are you saying that because they don't appear to have any genitals? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm, I'm like James God. I'm totally. Uh, I'm a bigot. I wouldn't even be in the same room with an alien, let alone have one as my police partner or my sex partner or both.
1: The law of God is quite clear in this. In the story of Onan, Onan. Came on the ground instead of inside of a vagina, and God killed him. So, really, there's nothing you can do with this alien woman and be safe from divine wrath, anyways. Wrath of God, magic, the gathering.
0: Well, that that clenches it. (laughs) (laughs) Cobra coming up, man. Five, four, three, two, one. Boop. This is the cobra blu-ray edition
1: is your boop going to become like text message ringtone noise for sale yeah, 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 yeah. for 99 cents
0: on our our website yeah www.podcast oh, YouTube. on youtube.org it's also available on iTunes, it's everywhere. We're lying. We don't s the only thing that you could ever consume that's ours is this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or and that's it. We don't have a Patreon. We don't have uh, any merch or any such thing. But you know, there you go. Anyways, we're watching Cobra, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone, Marion Cabretti.
2: There's <laughs> a Berkeley every eleven seconds. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There's an armed robbery. A crime every
2: 25
0: seconds. Uh, this movie is not inspired by Dirty Harry at all.
1: Minutes. Are crime. these statistics real? The crime is, uh, could you could you s- say dialogue like that in America? Well, technic- Every
0: ten technically, that's a monologue. Because it's a single character saying it to just the audience. Ooh, red on red credits. Can't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is dark, and this movie scared me as a little kid. Like, these bad guys in this movie. But okay, this is a comment. Like, it starts with the gun moving towards the camera. Then he shoots as the lead character, a tough, no-nonsense cop, is giving a monologue. His partner in this movie is Dirty Harry's partner from the original Dirty Harry. Rene Santori, I think is his name. Poppy from Seinfeld. This movie is, is is I think, a spiritual successor to, or even in the Dirty Harry universe.
1: <laughs> Where are you going today, Steven? Mom, I'm going to meet my friends. <laughs> what are you going to do? Mom, I need my axes! Where could've, are
0: they? Go to bang them together! <laughs> Crime is the disease. Cobra's the cure. <laughs> I'm the busted condom.
1: Oh, you know where Stevie is. He's out with his buddies. They're all hitting
0: axes together. Stevie, what are you covered in? What's that red stuff? Mom, jeez! Where's my axe? We'd get so covered in
1: blood if you sharpen my axe like I asked you to. So what is our what is our team uniform? Well, we don't have uniform. Everyone brings axes, but just wear whatever you want. Sweatpants, business suit, leather. Just make sure you bring two metal objects.
0: They're casual, sadistic cult.
1: This is like the movie um, The Purge.
0: Oh, it's a Christmas movie, though.
1: So it's like The Gremlins?
0: It's like The Gremlins meets The Purge, except... There's no mystical, mythical creatures, and they don't live in a society where one day a year you can kill people with impunity.
1: One of those Purge movies, they're out shopping, like, four hours before the Purge, and like, Well, Purge is almost coming. Let's go home. What? Someone damaged our car the day before Purge Day?
0: Well, they probably... Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's something bad. Oh yeah, Golem Globus. Forgot this is a canon production.
1: You want to see a bad movie? Watch that movie, Cyborg with Van Damme. You watch that, you're like, wow, how can this guy ever have a career after this movie? Oh, you watch that
2: movie. Oh.
1: But it has these scenes that stick in your head, like the barbed wire scene, or the scene where he's doing the splits, or and the bad guy walks under him and he stabs him in the face. <laughs> it's like, or he gets crucified. Like all these memorable scenes. But And then he goes on to make Double Impact, which is really fun. Go <laughs> to my way, kid. I'm
0: the axe guy. This movie is based on the novel The Fair Game, but they also made the movie The Fair Game, which was made with, I think, Stephen Baldwin, and it was the big breakout action movie for Cindy Crawford. The only movie Cindy Crawford was ever in.
1: This, this is kind of like The Joker.
0: Oh really it was and same critical acclaim.
1: If you're gonna walk in if you're gonna walk into a grocery store, the first thing you do is shoot the big tray full of nuts and then you shoot the watermelons. Then you shoot the potato chips, then the bottles of juice.
0: <laughs> it's really that's how you do it. Chock full of nuts, chock full of lid. And that's how physics works you shoot a gun at something it goes straight up into the air
1: alien nation had way more balls than this it's like they're having a robbery for no reason i still don't know why they killed that guy in that
0: (laughs) (laughs) that movie had the balls to not have a plot
1: well it's like a drug they have this new drug but why did they call attention to themselves by killing this grocery store clerk
0: i don't know but i think i just saw patty smith in the background shooting out the wolves heartache. i am uh, the warrior i think that's the, how the lyrics go i got to say you had uh you're infatuated with a certain youtuber and you mentioned that you mentioned that last podcast aaron. i'm infatuated with patty smith from back at her uh, scandal days jesus criminy crap
1: aaron is real aaron plays is what your girlfriend would be like she'd be like if she played Castlevania.
0: Patty Smith is real. Bang, bang. That guy is sick. <laughs> I I call that actor Edward James almost cuz that's that's he almost looks like him. I actually who said that first? Did I say that at some point? No, he's going to get shot in the back. Because really that's not that's that's half clever, Edward James almost for that actor. But I'm pretty sure somebody else maybe like a Riff Tracks or something.
1: That'd be really scary to walk in that scenario.
0: Oh! Jesus! Dirty Harry's partner, the bad guy from Dirty Harry is the officious cop. Andrew Robinson. Run to the side! Charlize Theron. Boom. We kind of
1: tried to. thing is, that's a shotgun. And from that range, I don't know if it's spread.
0: Maybe he'd get a... He'd get a little peppered with butt shot. Peppered with butt shot. And also, everything about this movie is Vanity Project. I got a car that looks totally stupid, but it's original. And in the 80s,
2: original is always better. No matter what, even if it's stupid.
1: Awesome, fifty. Okay. I'm uh.
2: Leather I'm awesome boot. Fifties. My fiftieth okay. birthday today.
0: Okay. Should we establish your height too? No. Just don't even show my boots and like four inch heels. <laughs> Just another rascal. <laughs> it's like a dirty hairy reunion
2: over here. Gazoon tights.
0: Sydney
1: Pollack. This guy's got a shotgun. He's got maybe six shells. We could all just rush out of the store, probably. Look, he's reloading.
0: Why don't we just charge him?
1: That's just like on that um, Chuck Norris movie.
0: Well, they always have a bomb strapped to their crotch or something. And then they reveal it, and it's like, oh, no. <laughs> like I was watching an episode of Millennium yesterday. This guy walks into a church with a six-shooter and he's shooting a bunch of people, and it's like, you know, there's about 30, 40 parishioners there. They could charge him, or all run away. He's not going to kill them all, but then he reveals he's got a big bomb on his chest. Skull. Should have named it Score, because that's what you do, and when you choose Skull. You're scoring at life. Is that barbecue sauce? Shut up. Get away from her. Race, Is that more Slice? There was Slice in Alien Nation. If you, if oh yeah you... <laughs> he cracks open a warm beer they mock that on how did this get made It's like and then he grabs his warm beer and he drinks it because he's so cool and I guess it's so refreshing that's what you get on this podcast you get reiterating funnier podcasts <laughs> warm beer. Well, originally, beer must have been drank warm. No way, man. They drop it at the bottom of a lake. Not the Pepsi. Yeah, we'll give you some money for product placement. What you going to do with our product? Place it? Uh, Blow it up. Will that make people want to consume our product? So stylistic. That's
1: what I want to do. When, we're, when I'm in a wheelchair in 80. This
0: makes me want to carry out an experiment. Let's go to Safeway. Let's open up two of the doors to the freezer. Wait five minutes and see if the whole thing fills with, like, dry ice. <laughs> dry ice smoke. I'm the cure for your venereal
2: disease that I gave you last night in your mom.
0: Now I'm going to waste you. Karen Allen. Marion Crane. No, that's from Psycho. What was the name of the act? What was it? Karen Allen's character in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Come on, man. I got a bomb here. Oh, he does have a bomb.
2: <laughs> Go ahead. Wouldn't show on this shirt.
0: Don't patronize me, man. He's going to shoot him. What, do I go over there and call you Paisan?
2: Plus, I can't really see you. These glasses are really tinted.
0: Oh no! After he says that, you know somebody's getting cured. Wait, where'd that knife go? Hmm. not <laughs> What's on the butt of that gun? The butt. A cobra Oh, a cobra. Was that a real bomb or? It's like a doorbell bell.
2: The bell toes for thee. Well, have a good day. Give me a beautiful.
0: No cameraman in his glasses. Actually, it wouldn't matter because they're all surrounded by press, but. This movie's already like, what's happening? The Night Slash is an entirely different case. If you want to know about it, ask Kolchak, local reporter, Chicago.
2: Hey, listen, everybody has to die. I will kill you next.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you become a popular reporter, criticize the police officer who just killed the criminal. like like, did that, did that terrorist who just killed 20 kids in the school have to die, Cobra? <laughs> huh? D- do you think you're overstepping your bounds, Cobra?
0: Man, that's how you become famous. Well, it's just out of the playbook of Dirty Harry. It's Dirty Harry cop kills somebody, had to do it. Although Cobra was like, people have pointed out Cobra goes, drop it, before he even finishes saying drop it, he's shooting the gun at that guy. But like, Dirty Harry was constantly like, <laughs> Everybody gotta die around you, mm. Callahan. It's like, and then Lethal Weapons sort of carried on that trope. It's like, did you ever met any? You ever met anybody you didn't kill? I haven't killed you yet.
1: <laughs> That's you teach them a lesson by scratching your own car.
2: Parking violations are a disease, and I'm the holistic treatment.
1: It looks like there's gonna be a bit of a confrontation here.
0: He really doesn't get along well with Latina men. Latino men. (laughs) (laughs) He referred to himself as it. Oh, yeah, that guy's got a microphone on.
1: Why was he wearing a microphone?
0: I think that was... Sylvester Stallone ad-libbing? I don't know but that's the, that what's that, a lap mic? Lab mic? What do they call that? It's it's for the the actors wearing it. It's not like he's wearing a wire because, <laughs> can you imagine though? Like they would have had to, have, it's like I guess I should act now like I'm undercover and wearing a wire and my cover's been blown because, or else it just looks like the, the uh, technology we use to make a movie and record the audio is visible.
1: It's a really weird scene.
0: Oh, yeah, everything he does is so stylized. He gets his shitty pizza out of the freezer, and he cuts it with scissors. Does he even heat it up? It's frozen. He has a single slice of pizza that would not satisfy anybody that's frozen solid, and he cuts it with scissors. It's,
1: it's already small. small.
0: Yeah, it's like a piece of shitty pizza. <laughs> a franchise, Jeez. and he's, like, cutting it with scissors.
1: Maybe he's got one of those fridges that's... um...
2: So, like, this guy's unlike anybody anybody's ever seen. uh. He, like, turns on his TV. It's like he's flicking the remote at the TV. Antonio Banderas will steal that idea and run Desperado when he shoots his gun.
1: He's watching a weird giraffe Christmas movie.
2: He never takes his gloves off, even though it makes things a lot more cumbersome to work with.
1: This movie hasn't impressed me so far.
0: This movie, it boggles the mind. Sixteenth time! You mentioned a serial killer that kills somebody every two days. How could you not catch him? Like, obviously it's a murderous cult. But... Jesus Christ.
1: It's like, that's diversity. A non-white person, an old person, and a child. But the, if it was if it was today, it would have to be like a gender-neutral person, a transgendered oh, individual.
0: Even in the early 90s, it would be, uh, what they would say would be a transvestite, local transvestite, but they would likely mean to say transgender person but that's the thing there's not that many different types of people that hollywood can show being persecuted in movies anymore so they just keep recycling and making it seem like in the early 90s uh, the 80s well late 70s through the 80s in the early 90s when like gay men and uh transgender men were being or transgender women who are biological men were being like brutalized That's exactly how it is today. Like, there's no new demographic of people out there. And times have obviously gotten better. But, yeah, it it wouldn't be today that they... They do that today, but they'd be doing that all the way back to, like, the late 80s, mid-80s to early 90s. Like, NYPD Blue did that all the time. So who is in this movie that it's also an alien nation? But, I mean, I should say, though, even in Dirty Harry, the Scorpio killer or whatever was he was killing gay men like he was killing like that was the thing he would pick out people based on identity and he'd kill them and he'd kill people who were black and he'd be, make it racially motivated he'd kill people who were gay or he'd target people that were gay anyway but anyways, what was your question mm-hmm. oh, my point is that hollywood has not like in showing how different demographics of people are attacked they, they still act like it's the 1970s in 2020. Okay, sorry. Your question?
1: Who's the guy who's in this movie that's also in Alien Nation?
0: Uh, the main killer, the leader of the cult with the big jaw. Was oh, he the guy who was in the bar? He's the guy in the bar who's, like, super tough. But I bet there's more people, though. Art LeFleur is one of those actors who you saw all over the place, and now you don't see him anymore.
1: Look, this guy, he goes to all the rest. He eats all kinds of food. Look at these d- different dinners of food he eats. He's got burger and fries. <laughs> he's got eggs, toast, and hash browns. He's got some Chinese food. It's the, it's, it's the, it's the United Nations. I, I don't know where else he's going to eat. He's got every possible food. What is right this? <laughs> That's the diversity of the killer expressed in food.
2: Oh.
0: He is, like... he's eating.
1: <laughs> he's eating lo mein. He's eating pizza pie. It's the exact same as any town, small town in, in like the world. Where it's like you have a burger a fry restaurant and a Chinese restaurant. It's like, yep, we got it all here, diversity covered.
0: It's amazing though. Every every town has a Chinese food restaurant. Like... like,
1: and it's always like that chicken balls and sweet like the.
0: But that shit's so good. Like, that's the thing. It's so good. Uh Uh-oh. Like, really sorry, man. It's like Dirty Harry Part 3, The Enforcer, with Tyne Daly and the crazy group of hippie revolutionaries who were murderous and brutal. Like, sorry, man. tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. Mm. Oh yeah, it's like Sylvester Stallone's wife is in the movie, and they give her this huge montage where she's just like in all these different skimpy outfits and just showing off her beautiful form, but it's like, alright, we get it, she's a model. But how do they know, they like see her and they're like, she, she sees them and they're like, I know who you are, I'm gonna find you later.
1: Somehow, our plan of killing people in the streets has had unanticipated negative consequences.
0: A conspicuous murder is bitten us in the ass. Our insistence on doing this, yeah. It's like I told you we should be doing this in broad daylight. <laughs> why? Because it doesn't make any difference. We're so obvious and overt. So, why do we
1: kill people again? Do we worship some dark god? No. Well, what do we get out of this? We're
0: just psychopaths.
1: A group of psychopaths. But actually, follow the rules.
0: To give credit to the person who wrote this movie, like the thing about writing movies is you can't have scenes happen where there's not, you don't want the audience saying, how could they have figured that out? Why would they do that that way? How is that possible? Here it's like, get the license plate. He does. And I'm thinking, like, how do they find this woman later on? She just drives by, even with the light, but like, oh, the one member of the gang is a cop. It still evokes the question, like, she's pretty visible in the community, I imagine. She can't just be hanging around killing people.
1: You know every sicko in the city of ten million people.
0: Every sicko. Well, there's probably a tiny the, fraction of uh, sickos, right? There's like maybe two hundred sickos. He doesn't. He doesn't
1: watch TV. He just drives around. Hey, how's it going, Sicko Pete? Maybe I'll kill you later. <laughs> oh, there's Sicko Steve. Who? The, who do you say the sickos don't do
0: anything but hang out on the streets? It's,
1: it's like. So where? Where do all you sickos hang out? It's. It's. it's there's this place, the
0: Sicko Bar.
1: It's like, hey, you bunch of sickos! Sicko
0: Stadium, <laughs> where they say they go to watch the, uh, like, the Derangers.
1: So everyone here, let me get this straight. You're all sickos. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, well, what kind? Well, we're just sickos. We're not gonna go into details.
0: The Los Angeles sociopaths play at Sicko Field, where the sickos go. That guy was eating a Snickers bar, but it's cut the 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 packet, the wrapper is cut perfectly level, like he did it with scissors, but. He's eating it by biting the wrapper first. I'm not
1: surprised. It's a sicko.
0: And this montage, this weird, trying to be poignant montage, it's like Bridget Nielsen looking Robot glamorous head. and gorgeous. And then all the poor people of Los Angeles and Sylvester Stallone canvassing the streets. It,
1: here, yeah, exactly. Is this is what you have. Red light, sex, signs, a bunch of homeless people, robots. Yup.
0: It's called juxtaposition. You're like, what does all of this mean? And Zico, it's like, who, do you they're guys know all any robotic workers. Hey, a model is just a piece of meat, like a prostitute.
1: Was this his wife then?
0: Yeah. And that is Sledgehammer, David Rash.
1: That photographer.
0: Yeah, he's in the movie for seconds. Like he's never gotten his due as an actor. Look at them. I gotta say, though, this is another one of those bands who features heavy in Sylvester Stallone movies, like Rocky Four and Rocky Three. It's not Survivor, but the.
1: People who get slightly different haircuts, people who get tattoos, people who enjoy pornography. You know, sickos.
0: (laughs) (laughs) People who get tattoos, yeah, really.
1: (laughs) People, People who go to slightly. Um, non-mainstream Chinese restaurants, where they don't serve chicken balls with sweet and sour sauce. It's like, more mainstream, like, mainland Chinese food.
0: goes. But it was this bad, the guy saying there's no easy way out in Rocky Four. Okay, she saw a murder, a brutal murder, and she's like, I gotta get this to work, man. <laughs> Time is money.
1: She doesn't know what she saw. She doesn't want to deal with it.
0: Yeah, she just shut it out of her mind.
1: Those guys are busy eating their fish and chips. We didn't see any sickos around here.
0: I thought she was in very high-waisted 1980s wonderful... Okay. Wonderful-looking like, woman clothes at some point.
1: Can you be uglier? Please, put on a bit more... be a bit more ugly.
0: Put on this... Rejected Michael Jackson wardrobe. Yeah, see high... No waisted! Look at this! That's... What should be business attire for all women at every office building. this is You want to bust through that glass ceiling? You might as well be glamorous and gorgeous and beautiful doing it. What's
1: the name of that? Risa. Planet Risa. On Star Trek.
0: Where women dress that way and they call it Planet Risa it's because all the guys just junk a be rising. That's, that's stupid. Where, that's what's so his, stupid.
1: That's where what's his name goes? Riker. It's like, where are you going this week, Riker? Risa. He's <laughs> like... What is that, like, the pleasure planet? That's like the Thailand of Star Trek or something. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, like, so where are you going this week, um, head of Nike? I'm going to Thailand for three weeks. Weren't you there, like, two months ago? Don't you always go to Thailand? Yeah, I really love the culture. Thai food. you never see Thai food, I guess.
0: Yeah, you love the culture there, but you don't indulge in the culture here at all.
1: (laughs) Well, it's like the authentic culture. Don't you really hate spicy food and rice? It's like no. But in Star Trek it's totally above board. Oh, well enjoy your time there, Riker. <laughs>
0: Why not, Riker? Riker, he deserves it. What does he do? He's the only superfluous character in the history of Star Trek. Really, he's literally there because they're like, uh, where are we going to get the handsome higher up in command? Character like we had with Captain Kirk, he's gonna romance the ladies, and people pointed out he didn't even do that. That's like he hardly did that at all. But he gets that reputation. But then they put Riker on the show because they're like nobody's gonna be attracted to Jean Luc Picard. It's like in a sense he was a sex symbol, but nobody was like, ooh, that Riker cover a TV magazine and that kind of shit. That's not gonna happen.
1: There was one episode where Q puts. Picard back in time, so he's, like, supposed to be 20 years old, so he's surrounded by 20-year-olds, and he has, like, this 20-year-old girlfriend, but he still looks like Picard. Because Q's like, well, everyone else thinks you're 20, so then you see Picard making out with this, like, 20-year-old, it's really weird.
0: Oh, is that what they all get young again?
1: No, just Picard.
0: Oh, because there was an episode, two where, like, everybody is... It, uh. <laughs> oh Take man. that, Frasier. What does it all mean, the champagne bottle breaking... Party's over. (laughs) But yeah, like they were all young. And then there was the young Picard clone in the movie. It's like, no, us with the axes, we were trying to save her. They're the local neighborhood watch with their axes. Whoa! (laughs) He's just a little... Pulverized, he might be okay. Some
1: people would have tried to get out of the way. This isn't Terminator.
0: Or, what do you call it? Escape from New York.
1: That's the problem with this cult. He develops targets and gets picky. He could have just found like an easier victim to murder, but no. She's on my face, and she could maybe identify me, I don't know. I think it's a good idea to wear masks like that when you're doing a crime, because anyone is going to know you're up to something. <laughs> right? If you don't wear a mask, then you can be like, I was just walking down the street.
0: Just walking down the street with my axe that I bang together every once in a while in a ritualistic fashion. Why is that guy banging his axe in a shopping mall? He's looking for the axe grinder. It's the international symbol of I need my axe ground. Why not just use a uh,
1: small knife that you can hide in
0: your jacket? Because, uh,. They're not doing this for any other end than getting out there and putting the word out. These are great quality axes. He (laughs) sells axes. (laughs) It's like these axes will just hack through, you know, a 30 year old yuppie woman's body, a 30 year old yuppie woman model's body, a 30 year old yuppie man's body. I mean, these axes are the axe the anti yuppie axe. You could just hack through anything you want as long as it's a yuppie.
1: Do you think an axe really does work? Is it really that sharp? Is it really going to be that good?
0: No. I have the, like, you can sharpen an axe as sharp as you want, and you're going to not be able to cut through anything. What you want to use is, like, a sword or something. Like, an axe is good for splitting, But unless a human, you're going from like the top of a person's head and down, you can't really split anything. And it has to be something that has a solid seam from top to bottom, vertical, right? A human body, you can't split a human body because your bones go in every other direction. It'd be like trying to split a trunk of a tree that's got like a million branches coming out in every direction. Angel well, of the interesting city. Interesting. Nice. You have been around anybody doing drugs?
1: There Wait, we were. The the no one would watch our movie Clerks. No one would give us a chance. <laughs> and then we had one screening.
0: And no one was laughing. But there was one (laughs) man who turned it around. Who brought us back from the brink by buying our movie. (laughs) Taught us how to turn those celluloid not-watching motherfuckers into celluloid-watching junk. And that man's name was Jeff. What was that man's name? Not Jeff, but what was that man's name? Harvey. Harvey the Wonder Weinstein. That's what we were talking about. There's context for this too, right? We were talking about how the Clerks Special Edition... (laughs) No, we can't say any work because this episode will get banned like all the others. Oh, yeah, right. Harvey Weinstein's put the kibosh on us, everybody. But still, okay, whatever. Kevin Smith and and Scott Mosier, there's like this documentary on the Clerks Special Edition 10-year anniversary DVD. It's like a 90-minute documentary that culminates with Harvey Weinstein saving this little motion picture that could. And he's such a heroic figure, and I'm like thinking... In, in nowadays, that anecdote, if they tell it at all, is a 30 second anecdote. Look, Harvey Weinstein has done some horrible things, but I mean, at, at the same time, Harvey Weinstein he paid for our movie,
1: <laughs> they just won't address it. They won't that they'll never release that commentary again.
0: Oh, yeah, like, well, that's the thing, they've stopped in general. Like, I don't know why, but from 97 to about 2010, they had like this great idea of putting out DVDs with all this extra footage and like television promos. They had produced this stuff anyways. They'd have commentary. Tra- they don't do that anymore. Does nobody want that?
1: They want people to buy the digital distribution.
0: Yeah, but do people hate film so much they won't even pay extra for like that kind of stuff? I would. And also, have you heard my accent? I can't describe anything. Is that a camera
1: too? That weird orb thing?
0: Yeah. But it's off. (laughs) Or as far as you know.
1: (laughs) This place is under surveillance.
0: Well, my parents go away to Texas for months at a time. And before, like two years ago, you know, I I wasn't staying here. So what are you going to do? Any, anyone can w- walk into your house or yard, but also you want to keep tr- – you want to make sure the cat's okay or you want to make sure, you know, the house is a- burning down or something.
1: What other movie was it, a husband and wife couple that we
0: watched? I was going to say Rocky IV, but we didn't watch that is one. Is
1: she in Rocky IV? Yeah. Um. This is, there's like this short movie about this guy who gets this black stuff to grow his hair. And then it like kills him.
0: Oh! And then it looks like Stacy Keach in the that's the John Carpenter anthology movie, Body Bags.
1: Oh uh, no! It was recently made. It's like this black stuff from, I think it's called hair or something. It gets in his eye and it starts growing a hair in his eye. So he has to like use a razor
0: blade to cut the hair off his eye. Ooh, well, that's like taking that to extremes. But they literally did a a hair growth formula thing with Stacy Keach. In a John Carpenter horror and body bags anthology. And yeah, it's like, it's not actually hair, it's hair like little wormy creatures. And they start to grow in his throat, and they start to grow everywhere, and they start to grow out of all parts of his body. And I think he eventually, I might be conflating this with another very similar. vignette from creep show where Stephen King gets that meteor shit on him and he literally yeah, the meteor shit, but it's like a green mossy kind yeah, of that hair one. that yeah. grows and he ends up killing himself. I think the same thing happened in this, uh, sketch or vignette or whatever you want to call it.
1: What? I still don't get why that guy had a microphone.
0: That guy ripped my shirt, man. He probably could. Why did he up. have a microphone? I don't get it. Because he's wearing the microphone as an actor to pick up his dialogue. You're saying that's really why? Yeah, I'm saying that's why. Because what would be the other? What would be the natural movie universe explanation? He's wearing are, a wire. The police, are,
1: the police are watching him. Why are the police? He's undercover. Oh,
0: he knew he's undercover. Oh. Well, that's the thing. He he wouldn't be because they'd see the wire. Um, and what's he doing undercover like I'm gonna bust these guys for smoking marijuana and drinking on the beach like This is probably a better use of his time
1: One way to look inconspicuous long black trench coat black pants black hair black shoes Everything black no one will know you'll be in the shadows. No one will notice
0: also it's, this guy's face is so nondescript He has <laughs> nothing distinct about his face. So if he changes his hair color. He
1: should be wearing like an America hat. And blue jeans.
0: (laughs) He's just, like, got a Make America Great hat on. Blue jeans. He's got mom jeans with a huge buckle. (laughs) He's got a Make America Great cowboy hat. It's solid red, but it's cowboy hat shaped. And it's all felt. And he's, like, got a harmonica on, like the Bob Dylan kind of harmonica thing that's draped across (laughs) your face. (laughs) And he's just blowing into it repeatedly. (laughs) (laughs) It comes up <laughs> That's the way you do it. <laughs> oh, look, he's Clark Kent. Oh, is this woman going to piss him off and he'll like be, have his knife out and the door will open and he'll put it away? And it's like, that woman didn't know how close she came <laughs> to not being killed.
1: Would you really mouth off a worker like that? If you were like in a hospital, it's like,
2: you're supposed to be!
1: Like, do you think maybe there's
0: some reason he's there once? He's got those glasses, though. He's so unassuming and harmless-looking. I hate your guts! You're ugly! Awful! Awful man! The code. Next time, take the stairs. Yeah, that's what they tell you in every hospital. They have special elevators for people who are sterile.
1: How do you take the stairs with a frickin' mop bucket?
0: <laughs> you don't care! It's funny, it's like, remember the health code, guy. Now, anyways, mop up this floor. It's covered in blood. Now I'm going to be working with you for the next
1: 40 years, so just remember how I bitched you out over using the elevator.
0: Oh, yeah, this nurse is like rated right out of candy-striped nurses or whatever the hell kind of thing.
1: I don't know. She's, she's got a few extra pounds. No way. <laughs> she's
0: got a few extra. She's giving me a few extra pounds somewhere.
1: What are you, the miracle of the weights in my... from the 9, 1500s where they took Jesus' blood and separated it into five separate pay- Portions and all five portions weighed the same as one.
0: I like to show her my miracle of the weights in my pants, in my butt cheeks. Cause we don't married. have to
1: reweigh that blood. It was done in the 1500s.
0: We're gonna get married, and she's don't gonna we... feed me. We're having two different conversations. <laughs> I'm using horrible sexual innuendo, where the the joke structure is to go from sexual innuendo to make it literally about something different. Like I'm gonna gain weight in my pants, <laughs> in my butt cheeks, because I'm gonna eat all her home cooking after we get married. And you're talking about like the weird principle of. Dividing Jesus up, he's 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 able to be divided indefinitely, but each division weighs the same.
1: Yep, and the experiment was performed in the fifteen hundreds, and we need we need to rely on that experiment. We don't need to do it again.
0: Yeah, but I should clarify. It's not that each division weighs the same. You can cut them up into a hundred equal pieces, and they will weigh the same. But each piece will weigh the same as Jesus as a whole, and that is proof of what one of the many miracles of Jesus. But nobody will want to. They did it in the 1500s where they had no access to Jesus. So clearly you could do it without real Jesus. And nobody will do it today. And that's your point. These religious people sometimes. Their views are inconsistent. Not based in fact.
1: We're going to start a Marvel Comics letter to the editor page. And we're going to see what our fans say. We need more commentary on our religious beliefs. I'm here to watch movies, and I appreciate my religion being attacked
0: while I watch the movies. The end. But it is. There's a lot of reverence there, too. Like, sometimes you point out the inconsistencies and the incoherencies and, like, religious stories and stuff. But then there's the the... Here's the history. Here's the story. Here's the mythology. Here's a beautiful blonde. She has, what, like,
1: an old woman face, though, right? You can tell, like, she's really fit, but you can tell what her face is going to look like when she's 80.
0: But... She's got, like, the perfect head-tractive look. That hair is just massive.
1: Something's but, not right. Bloody mop. More details are needed. Old woman. Um, Not going to call for help yet. I need a bit more details.
0: I'm pretty sure it's Ethel Merman from Airplane. Oh, yeah, this is that weird. Like, this, this fucking movie is... No hospitals are this dark. No hospitals are this vacant, but there's nobody around, and then he attacks, and they all come out of the rooms like they're what, like doctors just hang out doing nothing, nurses hang out doing nothing in rooms and offices? Like this is porno hospital where everybody's in some room somewhere banging. I've been to hospitals at night. Frequently. Delivering pizzas, visiting my mom who works at a hospital, staying in hospitals, visiting family who's at a hospital. They're never dark like this. They're never like Lord of the Rings, where Striker, Striper, Strider has moved the hobbits to another hotel room across the street. There's never this vacant.
1: Good luck with that dude, you're tough but you're not going through that door. LA hospital,
0: and then it just it becomes the most pop and jump place you've ever seen. Like a thousand staffers just flood out of these these doors. I think the, you know that movie, movie oh, with Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger okay. where he's with the the black stewardess chick or whatever? Ray Dawn Chong. Yeah, that movie's better than this. Commando. Yeah.
0: Oh, we didn't. We've never done Commando. We got to do Commando one of these days. This movie's like. <laughs>
1: That's, like, several inches of wood. Can you drive a knife through several inches? Well, maybe it's, like, a cheap fake door, but...
0: Yeah, it's cardboardy wood. That's a pretty poor quality wood. Whoa! I mean, that's not so badly framed. But, yeah, look at this, this hospital. And it's carpeted. This hospital's carpeted.
1: Uh, if that happens, what you should yell is fire
0: because... But really, like, where was everybody? Here they come. There's a thousand people on that floor. Holy shit, I'm clipping. Uh Uh-oh. We'll just have to turn it down. Because it's not like it's going to... We can even mute it. It's not Should I turn
1: your... You're pretty much
0: at one, Dave. (laughs) That's fine. I just got to remember to keep the remote far... Or the remote... The microphone far away. But, um... It's fine, cause the clipping will just be me like going ah or like shouting, so we'll just mute it right out. <laughs> what do you think's going on here, buddy? You look like somebody I could trust.
2: <laughs>
0: hey, it's Wilford Brimley. Light.
1: Hey, kind of Al Bundy look like
0: It's Art LaFleur, man. Art LaFleur's beady little eyes just blazed the trail across 1980s to nineteen early 1990s cinema. All right, enough this bullshit. Do you understand? Do you understand me?
1: Who, what situation would you be in where like, four guys feel entitled to all yell at one person?
0: <laughs> they just keep adding on to the the Mm -hmm. superior officers who yell at Cabretti like next time he fucks up it's like they bring in the other guy the other guy you know his tactic is I keep screwing up and they're gonna bring in more people to yell at me and eventually they'll have to bring in so many people they're gonna bring the killer in because there'll be no (laughs) people left and that's how we get him it's like a stadium full of people (laughs) shouting at Cabretti and he's, like, standing in the middle of the set. He's like, one of these guys is the killer.
1: How did they... How, I don't get how he, like, made a mistake there. Could you describe his mistake to me?
2: Uh, you were... I was, out canvassing the streets while the killer tried to find the woman in the hospital, and I made the mistake of uh, not predicting this guy's omniscience.
1: Wait a minute. That woman, I've seen her before.
0: Wow, how did she get into that detail too?
1: They're never gonna blow my cover if I expose. If I'm one of three people who knows where she's going, and
0: and she looked right at us. Maybe I should get close to her.
2: <laughs> I did.
0: Listen. Everybody knows the best police work is done with a single cop having to solve the biggest crime in the city. No collaboration, no cooperation. It's your job. You figure it out.
1: This is how the Empire feels in Star Wars fighting the Rebel Alliance. They're murderers. Last night they killed 20 soldiers. (laughs) They got someone on the inside.
0: The Rebels are the... (laughs) Rebels. This is the metaphor. It's like the Empire versus the Rebels. Stanley Tucci with hair. But really, the Rebels are framed as, like, the... the, They're not a ragtag group of, like, heroes. They're a highly organized and dangerous cult. Wait, though, I think... Didn't we say in another commentary, like... You've never seen, like, a, a large group of people like the cops having a hard time... Taking out a small group of criminals, it's always the reverse. It's a ragtag group. But this is that movie where it's like a small cult killing a person every day. And now the killing has gone up to like 30 people in less than a month. So it's like, on average, one and a half people a day. And the cops are like, we don't know what to do. And their solution is, put one man on the job.
1: They just shot out his lights.
0: They shot his lights out.
1: What? What kind of seatbelt are those?
0: This movie never ceases to add on bullshit to make a Cabretti even more unique. But really, that's just gonna make the audience it's, hate him.
1: He kills a bunch of school children. It's like, okay.
0: The hot dog's tanned! You better push a button that turns that thing into overdrive. <laughs> I mean, he's just a little bit too mundane and conventional a cop for my taste. <laughs> To live and die in L.A. all of a sudden.
2: Put on your seatbelts. They're crazy race guy seatbelts.
1: Yeah, he's like kind of a guy who spends his entire paycheck on his car.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's why he can only afford to eat the tiny nub of the end of a piece of pizza every day for sustenance. He gets more calories from the wood of that match.
1: If you have a good car, you can solve most of your problems with the car.
0: (laughs) Cars solve everybody's problems in the movies. How are we going to deal with McCluskey and uh, Solazzo? We're going to drive a car really fast. How are we going to locate the lost Ark? We're going to drive a car really fast.
1: And The funny thing is like all these car revving noises, none of these are part of what we're seeing. Like this is all added later. Just...
0: Yeah.
1: It's like a puppet show.
0: Well, I think even like the Muppets, they had real-time actors acting as the mouths would move this is all foley artists yeah
1: like all those metal bars we're not here in those metal bars these engines have nothing to do with the engine what we're, we're looking at
0: <laughs> did he push a button and turn that thing into overdrive <laughs> oh uh, man that is efficiency <laughs>
1: uh, okay I don't know about what we just saw there <laughs> Oh, here we go. Oh. Here's
0: that button. Oh, the, the needle. He's buried the needle. Uh. Be careful, Cobra. He's got bullets that will blow up a tanker <laughs> truck. Woo! Where's the whammy bar?
1: What if they, like, most of the times movie explosions are too big, but those tanker truck explosions were too small.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But they were too easily set off. Woo! Wow.
1: Well, what do you think would happen? Like, would the bullet just not go in? I guess it is a shotgun shell, so it's not going to be...
0: It would probably put a tiny dent on that uh, tanker truck's...
1: Knocked out one of my tires.
0: <laughs> Just God, like, he, like that, that sawed-off shotgun. Like, if you were half a block away and they shot you with it, you'd be like, Oh, that sting. <laughs> he's a block away from a... Te- he blows up two of those trucks with a sawed-off double-barrel shotgun.
1: So he's like the Hitcher, where he can, like, shoot down a helicopter with a handgun.
0: Even the Hitcher, though, had to aim carefully. This guy was like... <laughs> It's like, thank you, Exxon Company, for extra flammable gas, I guess.
2: I'm a little bit woozy. We want to show my character's vulnerability.
1: Alien Nation did it better when they played chicken and they just slammed right into each other. And the one guy died. And then it blew up for no reason.
0: <laughs> uh, what? And that was the end of the main henchman. Oh, there's more people in the room. <laughs> there really is more people in the room.
1: They need a cardinal in there. Oh, Your Eminence.
0: What? <laughs> Personally, Lenny. I think it's a message from God.
1: Well, army, small gang.
0: Scientists could learn a thing or two about testing hypotheses from cops with their theories. This theory is weak. We put it to the test. We've carried out a series of long-term experiments with an adequate sample size. (laughs) This is like some fruit fruit sale
1: where the fruit is not even really that any cheaper or better quality than the grocery store and they say it's fresh and it's not. And the variety is less.
0: (laughs) And they think the bruising is charming but it just means the fruit is going to spoil faster. (laughs) What the hell are we talking about? Come on, Gabretti, come on. He's not your enemy. Gabretti,
1: 16 people have died in this city. 16, that's one every two days. They're just using the word psycho all the time. It's like,
0: but it is like every time he has to get chewed out by the boss. It was one boss, then two, then three. Now the room is increasing in in quantity exponentially. Like it was the three guys, and now there's like nine people in that room besides Cabretti. There'll be eighty-one people next time he 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 doesn't even fuck up though. He does better than anybody else to foil these guys.
1: What about the fact, like, Gabretti is single right now, he doesn't have a girlfriend, right? So, like, does he, like, just never, like... ...masturbate, then? Until he meets this girlfriend?
0: Well, we've been following Gabretti quite closely. Sounds like the answer to that question is no.
1: So how long has it been since he's been with a woman, then? And he's, like, are, are we talking sick? like, cause, let's assume it's been a year. So, Gabretti doesn't masturbate, and he hasn't been with a woman in a year, and now he's with this model, and he's just totally cool about it, right? It's like, he's not thinking, whoa, maybe, maybe he's something a- could happen here.
0: He's asexual.
1: Okay. Those
0: bullets have been fired. The little fuse, or the whatever it is, <laughs> in the middle of that shotgun shell has been depressed. There's a little dimple. Right. I can't remember what it's called, but that's, yeah, when you're loading up your own guns, right? You put in.
1: <laughs> loading up your own guns? Is that a euphemism <laughs> for right. masturbating?
0: Loading up your own bullets. Yeah, like loading up your own guns. <laughs> well, everybody loads and fires their own guns, right? So it's like.
1: Not It's like whatever.
0: What would be the euphemism of the log- or the metaphor with the guns for having intercourse with somebody else? Having somebody. Put your gun in their vagina until it goes click. Nobody fucks
1: with the Jesus.
0: There's, that guy has his own movie now. The guy who played Jesus wrote and directed his own spin-off movie. And it's out. Nobody's talking about it because it's probably horrible. But it's like, how could you, why would you say, yeah, I played this pedophile once. This overbearing pedophile bowler in a movie. I we don't know if that's spin-off. true
1: about him, though. That's just what, like, the... the John Goodman's character says. And he would have no problem well, lying
0: but to sm- in a smear campaign. Did that movie have, like, the imaginings of John Goodman... Like it did have the dream sequences of the dude. So when they show him actually going door to door, that could be the imagining of John Goodman or even the dude. It's like
1: funnier like that because it's just John Goodman is just so amoral that he, he just has no problem smearing someone. Right. And, and, and Jesus can't defend himself from this from this gossip. Right. Just malicious gossip over a bowling game.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. But that's why, you know, the first thing, even even if the movie was like, no, he's a pedophile. The first thing he's going to do in his spinoff, the first thing he has to do is, is have a Didn't you get arrested for molesting children? It's like, that was that fucking Walter guy. He's, he fucked with the Jesus. Well,
2: he ain't going go to fuck with the Jesus no more. It's like, why not? Because <laughs> he got kicked out of the bowling league.
0: But that never happened.
1: Okay, what's this movie called? We go. You're allowed to look it up.
0: I think it's just like Jesus does something. Jesus on the road or something like that.
1: Yeah, that movie's got so many good scenes. It's like Like no. Oh, there's a nude scene.
0: Uh, yeah. um, The painter name is uh, Julianne Moore. (laughs)
1: Um, what was the movie? Forget um well, I
0: like it. the jesus rolls that's what it's called something yeah something a little harder name. Like what? susan sarandon's in it oh jesus christ it's like a who's who of of people who she
1: we, she ah. we don't have a challenge scene like in ghostbusters right you're more like a game show host, right? Where she's oh. challenging him. This one, she hasn't challenged him. She's oh, like, this,
0: is a, this is a vanity project for Sly, man. Like, he's so cool around the ladies, and they love everything about him. The guy's in a business suit!
1: They're, are they in an abandoned bowling alley?
0: They may kill people of a diverse array, but they also indoctrinate people of a diverse array.
1: Well, it just it seems like they don't worship a god or demon. It's like, they it's like they're the Fight Club. Killing is the way to strength. And it's like, okay,
0: is that what Fight Club said?
1: Oh, those look yummy. Oh yeah, right. I'm sure that model eats those all the time.
0: Man, they have to give Stallone some business here. That's classic. What you do when you direct actors? They can't just sit and talk in a static fashion. They have to be like grabbing for shit, she needs <laughs> props to... and stuff.
1: She needs more ketchup.
2: <laughs>
0: uh,
1: <laughs> uh, what should I say? Uh
2: You know, I, I like you a lot, kinda you're gonna play a model, but you eat a shitload of food and it's horrible food. You have a what? Your French fries drowning
0: oh man you're funny i love a man with a sense of humor food oriented humor this has all been said and like everything that i think they did the cobra on red letter media they did the cobra on how did this get made i know they did it on that i don't think they've done a Rift tracks cobra yet
1: i think it'd be more interesting if like the person who was being pursued was like the middle-aged was like the dumpy cop sort of and then the cult member was the beautiful woman
0: yeah, it'd be like uh, the Ryan Johnson school of how to make an action thriller. the least expect it. We put the, uh, Dumpy Cop. The <laughs> Dumpy Cop. I think Lee Garlic did. That's funny. You call her the Dumpy Cop in How Did This Get Made, too. I think that they called her ugly. And I'm, like, thinking she's a presentable woman. Maybe she seems uglier because she's a despicable, sadistic killer. But she's otherwise... I I don't know that she's so dumb she was it you know what this woman's probably greatest resentment in life or or her sorest spot for her in her life you know who she was scheduled to be in the pilot for Seinfeld she was gonna be the female lead right they didn't have Elaine but they had a waitress in a restaurant where they would have their coffee and she'd always be there to crack jokes and stuff that was her role and they retooled, and they brought in Elaine, and they got rid of her. Can you imagine? She would been like, I would have been the female lead in the greatest sitcom of all time.
1: But it wouldn't have been the greatest without Elaine. Uh,
0: yeah, but are you going to tell yourself that? Like, I could have won that lottery if I had that ticket. Yeah, but if you bought that ticket, you'd have picked different numbers. You know? Like, that's kind of the logic there. Except it's not you would have picked different. You would have been less talented. <laughs> <laughs> you would have brought the show down. You, you're telling yourself, you've got a dilemma. Either the show wouldn't have been as good, but because I'm not as good, or the show would have been as good and I'm not on it and I missed out. Either I suck or I suck.
1: We we thought we were thinking of you for a funny role, but you remember you played that serial killer? <laughs> that wasn't very funny.
0: We were laughing until we saw this movie on cable one night called Cobra and you were in it and we ain't laughing no more. It's like, yeah, but uh, Jason Alexander was kind of brutal in Pretty Woman. It's like, Jason Alexander is a man in a man's world. It's called patriarchy. Now get out of here.
1: You could have a really long, funny discussion with explanations. It's like, what were you doing on that laptop? Oh, you know, I was just doing my homework, mom. Oh, But 10 AM, that's pretty hard, pretty committed. Like, yeah, 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 I like school, Mom. You know, it's what like, is well, can I, so can I, like, do you want to need some help? Want me to come over there and help you on your laptop? Oh, no, Mom, that's okay. No, no. Wait, what are we where you're like actually looking at like a porn video in your room on your laptop, but she, and she walks in and the, you're like, where did this come
0: from though? Well, because she he was oh, questioning yeah. her about why what
1: she's talking about on the phone,
0: yeah, and they could extend it out to like the, yeah, the getting caught. Looking at porno by your parents.
1: Rick and Morty did a funny joke like that where he, he walks in and he's like, Hey! I'm a 14-year-old boy in here with a laptop, okay? You gotta knock at the door, okay?
0: Rick and Morty.
1: They bought him, like, a sex robot once, and he's like, Yeah, I think, Grandpa, it'd be really nice if you got me this robot. Just, f- like... He's like, really? Yeah, because I really like science. It's really educating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like $100 or something. It's like, and the sex robot. And he, he goes up there, just, like, cons for, like, four hours straight, and comes down, drinks some juice, and goes back out to the sex robot. That's funny. It's And it's the dropping loads one, too, right? At the end. <sighs> it, like, converts and flies away with his semen in it and impregnates
0: people or something. But they use the line, dropping loads? Yeah.
1: Yeah, the robots come, it's, like, dropping loads, and then the sex robots all come down and the men all impregnate them.
0: It's funny, though. That's not, a, that's not like, the universal symbol that you watch... Oh, well, I don't even remember the guy's name—the porno actor who would say that. He made that popular, or he—he he, sorry, he—he he tried to popularize that. But it was Howard Stern on the Howard Stern Show playing that clip all the time <laughs> that brought made it a household kind of term or slogan. And so you know somebody's a Stern fan; they're not a porno fan and fan of whatever the hell. I can't remember. That's the thing; nobody knows that guy's name. He's like, this is going to be my thing. And then the Howard Stern co-opted it. And he's like, now everybody's going to know who I am. Nope, they're going to know the Stern show. And they're going to think, oh, that line, that's from the Stern show. Somebody on the show said it. And the guy's like, oh. But yeah, I want the sex robot because I've been to science. I've got to figure out a way to bring my iPad to watch video in the shower. You know, so I won't get my Netflix shows (laughs) disrupted. (laughs) Yeah, right, Dave. You know what doesn't make good
1: lubricant? Conditioner. Don't try.
0: Uh, or shampoo. I, ever t- I, I can't tell that story. But yeah, shampoo and conditioner, if you don't wash that off, it dries and then it chafes. And then let's just say at the end of this long, torturous experience <laughs> of pain and the most displeasing of displeasure, something on your body will shed its skin like a snake. (laughs) But oh man, talk about rejuvenating though. Rejuvenating. (laughs) But yeah, don't use conditioner or shampoo.
1: Is she going to get killed by this cult?
0: Wait, is that guy in the room looking at her?
1: Like, I thought he already knew what's going on. Or is he just thinking it over and he's like, finally, that doesn't make sense. She wasn't on the phone at all.
2: Hey, wait, why was she on the phone? They're night? psychos. She's got a phone in her room.
0: Why was she? It's like she needed to be out of here.
1: So, did they. So, they screwed, right? He figured he had enough time to do that before they came.
0: Jeff, you didn't comment on my impression of Bridget Nielsen that I just did. I am Bridget Nielsen. This is how I talk. <laughs> uh, did they? I think he's like. That's the thing. He's like Mr. Asexual. As you pointed out, we've been following this guy 24 7 in movie time. He has not stopped to do anything sexual. The most sexual thing this guy did was hold up a plastic burger, and that's not that sexual.
2: Let's go out and get some sunshine, Uh, Sylvester Stallone.
0: Oh, mom jeans. Mom jeans on Renny Santoro. (laughs) Mom jeans. They're wearing the same jeans. He doesn't just put his gun next to his genitals. It looks like he pulls the hammer back on it, too. (laughs) It's like he pulls—he puts his gun next to his genitals, he pulls the hammer back, and he hires a kid to take a stick and put it where the trigger is and poke it every once in a while as he walks down the street. It's very odd, but it makes sense if you want to blow your balls off. Take cover!
1: They didn't have cell phones at this time, just so you know.
2: Has there ever been a bit you did like?
1: This is like the beginning of the Dark Phoenix X-Men saga where they're on the spaceship. And for some reason the controls for the spaceship are outside of the life-saving radiation-proof room. And Jean Grey had to pilot the ship. And then she died and resurrected herself as the Phoenix. The end. Spoiler. Oh, this cult is gonna kill the whole town?
0: Can you imagine if your town didn't have the ability to anticipate and take care of a bunch of bikers with guns? (laughs) Like this is literally—I don't think Dolphin could do that. Like when you think about it, could take, could take care of fifty bikers heavily armed come into your town all of a sudden and just start like shooting? You would need to depend on the citizenry to get guns and shoot back, and then the NRA would be like, "Told you so."
1: The siren, someone would have to start ruining the siren. Um, There's a lot of people with guns in Dolphin.
0: That's what I'm thinking, like, there's not enough cops. God, you know how many times I've stopped at a little motel on the side of the highway? A little $8 a night motel and they have this huge (laughs) ceiling and skylight? And there's windows at every corner of the room? He's sleeping at a roadside motel slash bed and breakfast.
1: He rode his motorbike through the door.
0: Ha <laughs> ha! Oh, Where are their business suits? Plan didn't work out for me.
1: I thought they wore business suits.
0: Th- that was <laughs> yeah. For some reason, the guy who's like banging his axes in his business suit, and like somebody comes up, and is like, "Uh, we have to talk about your wardrobe." <laughs>
1: Yeah, where is he now? They're all these cool bikers.
0: It's funny, Rene Santorum... Santoro... Poppy... He gets shot in this, he got shot in Dirty Harry, and he just ends up in the hospital. Polly, Tony...
1: They didn't do enough to make these people look Pauline. like psychos. For me anyways.
0: Well, they kind of look like the guys ransacking the town and blazing saddles now. Ugh, I should have been aiming that gun at him a lot earlier.
1: This movie could have been combined with Police Academy so that instead of dealing with, like, Bobcat gold suede or whatever, it was <laughs> like these psychos who are murdering people for their, their axe cult. And the then,
2: old- Zoo! Tower.
1: looks like we got us a problem.
2: Tackleberry?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they're just totally... So how would you play it? Would, like, the police academy be killing people? Or would they just be harmlessly, like, arresting them? (laughs)
0: <laughs> they would be, like, doing their shtick. Hightower would be, like, getting ready to, like, hit somebody on the head so hard they get pounded into the ground like a fence post, but that guy just shoots Hightower dead. Jones would be, like, doing his Bruce Lee thing, like, I'm going <laughs> to talk like this, like my mouth is out of sync. I'm going to beat you up. Ooh! And then they just shoot him dead. Tackleberry would have a bunch of guns, but he'd get outgunned because he's one man. Mahoney would be, like, mincing it up and being Mr. Mr. Schmarmy and get gunned down. <laughs> It's like, just, they all die! Hooks would start yelling into a megaphone and get gunned down. Freeze, dirtbags! Commandant Lassard would- would goofily drop golf balls for people to fall over, but they'd see the golf balls, aim their gun at him, and shoot him, dead. Captain Harris and Proctor would bumble their way into a bunch of- into a hail of, of gunfire and die. Leslie Easterbrock's character. I can't remember her character name. She'd show her boobs... Is that the sexy girl? Yeah, and then the cult leaders... The blonde one? The cult leaders, because they're so desensitized and asexual, would just shoot her dead. Yeah.
1: Are those Expendables movies good?
0: Uh... They have their moments.
1: Like, is the third one, it's got Seagal and everyone, right?
0: Uh, the third one, I thought, was Mel Gibson or Jean-Claude Van Damme.
1: Oh, they don't have one with, like, everybody?
0: Uh, they have one with Chuck Norris, Bruce Willis, Arnold, Mel Gibson... I think it's the second one. But, I mean, those movies... I've never had any interest in watching any one of them a second time. Get out of here, dummy. Okay, so... What is their motivation? They're not killing her now to maintain their cover, right? It's just pure vengeance. And maybe they said that and I missed that. But, like... This is the end of their cult. Yeah. Their cult dies because they had to take out a single woman who saw them one night. And that's it. Because... I'm pretty sure that Chief of Police in Los Angeles is not going to be like, let's just let Cobretti deal with this all by himself now still. He's going to be done. That's going to be, that's no longer going to be his, his M.O. <laughs> uh,
1: they like attack the town. <laughs> one
0: army of a hundred cult members armed to the teeth.
2: One cop going after them. <laughs>
1: Okay, everyone, take tomorrow off work. We're all going to go to this town and bring your guns, dress all in black. Very conspicuous.
0: We're all going to... They're going to... Oh, started that as like a a Sylvester Stallone impression. I mean, a Bridget Nielsen impression. But before that,
1: it's like, okay, but should we all meet for breakfast first? You know, at like 6 a.m. at at like, you know, Mom's family restaurant? Uh, Yeah, well, you don't want to be on an empty stomach. Yeah, sure, let's all meet there.
0: It's like, no, we can't meet for breakfast. We'd have to cut holes in the pantyhose we put over our face. Eat before you leave, Stuart.
1: Eat some oatmeal before you leave. Once
0: you put the nylons on your face, you can't put any food in it. And we're not stopping to take the nylons off. Oh,
1: I'm so sick of Stuart. He's always giving everyone orders. His murder plans are the worst.
0: It's like, let's kill a bunch <laughs> of yuppies. We haven't been diverse enough.
1: (laughs) Okay, everyone, Christmas is coming. Everyone knows we're a murder axe (laughs) cult. We've decided we're just gonna do one gift because we can't all buy 30 (laughs) gifts for 30 people. So we pull out the names. We all use code names, but we all know who our code names are. And the budget is $50. Buy some sort of knife or stabbing implement or an axe. it's
0: always an axe. It's like, uh, do we need to do Secret Santa again this year? I mean, we're just going to give each other axes. Why don't we just throw a bunch of axes in a pile and then take the one we like? It's like, let's do Yankee swap. Oh, I got an axe. I'm going to trade it in for your axe.
1: (laughs) This is a shitty Home Depot axe. Ooh, this is a military surplus axe.
0: Military surplus axe.
1: Back when the military gave its soldiers axes.
0: You know what? I bet the one organization that has the axes for them that they covet the most would be like uh, EMS workers, firefighters specifically. It's like, ooh, the variety of axes that they have for every possible type of job.
1: I can walk around the city with this fireman axe and no one questions me. They're like, huh, oh, it's a fireman axe. He must be on duty.
0: <laughs>
1: be. Oh, this is going to end well.
0: Oh, Stanley Tucci with hair. No. <laughs> finally right.
1: he used the Chekhov's gun match
0: the Chekhov's gun yeah all right the match in his mouth the whole time he's had that match for 30 years
1: oh another hand solo Uh this movie um
0: yeah I't Nah, shit's falling on his head. We're gonna go
1: on a field trip after this to buy some lettuce.
0: No, we're not going to town, are we?
1: It'll be fun. We're gonna go to the comic shop, look at some dice, oh, and not no, buy we don't have anything. Time for
0: that, we gotta do a, our next last movie. We're not putting up, a, we're not meeting our quotas here.
1: This is our business. Yeah. So, Aaron. Don't Patreon me, Patreon Aaron from Let's Play, but don't be a guy. She's my...
0: You can't do... You can't... Okay, you're lying, and you're endorsing somebody who's not asking for our endorsement. <laughs> Jesus. It's like, you're like me when I've been drinking and watching Patty Smith videos. I was this close to going on Facebook and writing, Patty Smith is gorgeous. If I were alive in the early 80s through to the late 80s, I would have been a shitty tennis player with an attitude and and a violent streak who married her. Not... What's his name? John Mackin Sampras. I was that close to doing that, but I had had, like, a bunch of beers. You, on the other hand, are stone-cold sober, and you watch somebody on YouTube and you're like, I'm infatuated with her. I'm going to tell as many people as listen to a podcast that you can access publicly. You, sir... Know how to get things done.
1: <laughs> what if we kill the weak so the strong survive? We can't stop a society that never get rid of people like us. <laughs> it's
2: breeding them. We are the future. No. You're Oh. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure that guy is justified in doing whatever he needs to do to you. You Donuts. So, you know what makes for a really great villain in a movie? Understanding their motivation before the last 30 seconds of the movie. Like, why are they so sadistic? What drives them? You could have nothing there and it'd just be a mystery and this is just like a cold robotic killer but now you're trying to make him have a motivation and you're like, oh, that explains everything. They're still sadistic but they think they're ridding the world of the weak.
1: Oh, that was a good thing. I was lucky because he would have been now, he, now it's okay to kill him. I wonder.
0: What Nothing's going to get hung up on Chekhov's hook back there. Yeah, no way. And nobody's going to go through Chekhov's ring of fire back there. <laughs> Chekhov's chain. Thank you very much. Ooh, <laughs> Chekhov's other chain. Everything is in Chekhov's. I'm thinking of <laughs>
1: Any Anything that is somewhat unusual and then gets used later is a Chekhov thing.
0: Chekhov's amber rotating light. James Cameron owes a debt of gratitude to this movie and its climax in a factory with molten metal. (laughs) Whoa, dude. I imagine that would be like He's not going to be comfortable. He's not in the molten metal, but he's, like, within six inches of it. If Like, hold your hand even six inches from an element on high. You're cooking yourself, boyo. That's
1: two hands versus one.
0: And also, there's no safety railing there. Like, it's just, like, mind the river of <laughs> molten metal. Especially on Bring Your Kids to Work Day.
1: In... Alien Nation, when his friend fell in the salt water, that molten metal is the same as salt water.
0: And that's exactly it. That's why we picked these two movies to do today. Oh, I just realized Alien Nation, Alien Nation! What? I actually did just realize that. I'm very obtuse. Oh no. Cover him in Chekhov's gasoline!
1: See, when they were filming Cyborg with Van Damme, they didn't have any of the cool sounds or special effects or anything. So Van Damme thought, yeah, this movie's totally cool. This is going to be good. He didn't (laughs) know until it was done, oh, this is bad.
0: They're going to ruin it in post.
1: Yeah. He made someone mad. What is the point of this ring of fire?
0: It's for burning cult members. Oh, it's the beginning of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Uh, this movie really does deal with the theme of of uh, disease detection diagnosis and eradication epidemiologists are like it's the perfect metaphor is his wife taller than him I think his newborn his toddler children are taller than him man And how tall is Stallone mm.
1: like Wolverine height he's See like 5 foot 2 woman in the
0: high heeled shoes He's about as tall as the heel of her shoe.
1: That's the weird thing, though. Sometimes, like, short dudes, they're, like, like, really good attitude and
0: dressed and everything. Oh, yeah. They make the most of it. Tall boys like me who just have women flocking, throwing themselves at me, I mean, we take it for granted. But they stick with the shorties for longer because they're more dapper and they're more respectful. But it's tallies, man. We don't got to be nothing to nobody. And we get it all. <laughs> Those are facts. Those man, are if, the if facts. If you're tall, oh, so many girlfriends, so easy. A, girl, a girlfriend, no matter who you are, you could be tall Bridget Nielsen. Girlfriends like crazy.
1: Yeah. And jobs like,
2: huh.
0: Doors are open to you. Like.
1: Well, all of us ugly dudes are your friends now, Stallone. (laughs) Sorry we yelled at you. All
0: of us ugly dudes? uh, One man taking out a hundred cult members? Do you think he could have done it with a little less violence?
1: You know what, Stallone? At least I'm not in a death cult. The end.
0: You know what, Stallone? You're going home with Bridget Nielsen. This guy's going home to his officious, little, one-bedroom apartment. He just
1: haymakered him in the face. Nobody seems to be bothered. Nope, he's going home with that, and she's gonna have some vibrations for several hours.
0: (laughs) What the fuck?! She just said that?! In regard to a human being. No,
1: I said the uh, the motorcycle was the that. Oh,
0: I thought Bridget Nielsen was the that to you, because you said she's going to have vibrations for several hours. Well, she is going to have vibrations. She's she's going
1: to be having pretty good vibrations the whole time.
0: It'd be funny if Stallone goes back to the hotel, and that's where he lives. a little uh, place out here in the country.
1: This is the music they should use at the end of the Purge movies. (laughs) It's like well, that Purge was over.
0: I want like a Bruce Springsteen, John Mellencamp kind of put into a blender full of shit kind of outro. Ooh, Sylvester
1: Stallone. His name is Marion.
0: Just like John Wayne.
1: John Wayne's name is Marion? Well, it is Mars. Mars, Mary. (laughs) Those ravens out there are distracting. Just flying around like they own the place. What? Those ravens outside your house.
0: Look at me, I'm a raven! Where's the rotten corpses? One raven was fighting another raven and it had something in its beak and it knocked it on... (laughs) flew over it and like knocked it with its wings enough that the thing in its mouth fell out of its mouth and then the other raven swooped down and took it. I was like, jeez. Pretty brutal.
1: What are they eating?
0: Mice? They're eating the weaker ravens to usher into the world strong ravens, just like these cult members. Oh, yeah, but speaking of dinner, we're not going to get lettuce. We don't need lettuce.
1: Tacos without lettuce? We're not
0: having tacos. We're having fajitas.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we'll we're going to take a look at these fajitas.
0: It's just going to be hamburger and onion and tomato and... Um, Salsa? Salsa. and I, Oh, I don't have any sour cream, though. Oh, we have to go. We, I got uh, low-fat yogurt.
1: This is like the time, remember, when we didn't have pizza crust, and you're like, just bring some Pillsbury croissant dough and bundo, and we'll mix it up, and it'll be fine.
0: <laughs> bundo and pizza dough are the same thing, but bundo you, is fun to say You can now. wait in the car, and I will. Bundo and... is fun dough. Well, if you really need uh, that stuff, You can go get um, lettuce and sour cream, and I'll get the hamburger meat going. That way, we'll save time.
1: No, you have to ride with me so we can have some
0: adventures. (laughs) Sitting on these couches doing the commentaries—what do you call that?
1: Uh, oh. What did did you get the VHS for? Ninja Turtles. Yep. Really? Yeah. Is it? We're watching Ninja Turtles on the original VHS tape next. Holy smokes!
0: But we won't have time if we have to go to town for like an hour to get lettuce, and then I gotta take an hour to cook that hamburger. It won't take an
1: hour, would it? It takes probably oh, yeah. ten minutes. It each takes way.
0: fifteen minutes just to get to town. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Maybe we'll forego the lettuce.
0: Yeah, we're gonna have to.
1: Or uh, I probably could drive to. Um, what else do we have to say?
0: Audience. Oh, <laughs> come on! Now I gotta like definitely sense. Um, this. what is this her name? Shit. Yeah, your unrequited loves. Good thing this is at the very end. You're both ladies. Uh
1: yeah. We both shared some special moments there in grade 8. Like when you when talked you talked to me one when you
0: shot your big mouth off in class and they kind of looked around and were like, "Who's that guy?" <laughs> and then somebody's like, "It doesn't matter." And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> that was that.
1: Yeah, that was about as good as God for me.
0: <laughs> all right there's a little bit more for the audience to have censored from them at home thank you maybe that was as Cobra. a
1: patreon award we'll make a poster liz will sign half and i'll sign half and it'll be like true love <laughs> she's probably married with like her own nah, family i was gonna now.
0: say man you and your weird just unrequited loves and the idea that like everybody's arrested at a state pre- High school graduation, like you are, (laughs) and they're just (laughs) waiting.
1: All my friends uh, are from like junior high or high school, except for one person.